Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Good afternoon and uh, happy Tuesday, more or less. It's the Lori and Julia Show, My Talk Auto 71, Everything Entertainment. We have decided that Minneapolis and Seattle have switched climates for the last several days. Um, weeks, they, it feels like. Weeks. Seattle's yeah, got no, it was sun, rainy in right? Seattle last week. It was oh, rainy, was? but I am going to Seattle for my Muti's birthday. And we do have flip reverse situations. Sunny in 60s in Seattle. And I, for five minutes the beauty salon getting my hair blown out there was like a dazzling five minutes where the sun came out and we were all like i mean really we're just people are just like i although i read a very depressing um thing in paul douglas's thing i mean that maybe will make us feel better about the the because we've weather? now been like what has it been eight days it's or just something horrible. Lost count. he reminded us in today's star tribune that in 2009, October of 2009, we set a record because we in the metro area, there was one sunny day in all of October. We've blanked it out of our minds because it must have made us all so mad. You know, because yeah. we like to have the fall, you know, the fall. The, this you know, is like the of, prettiest time of the year. It's so pretty. And, the, and the, the trees need some sun to get red. So anyway, he said, hopefully it won't be that October and I thought well there you go we can- I know I, w- I went on a walk this morning kind of in the drizzle uh-huh. but I did find I'm going to post it on Instagram the prettiest tree um, that had turned red but you do need a lighter sky to get the contrast <laughs> <laughs> to see it but I know what made me happy today is that I um, went back and you and I were on Jason's show last Thursday October 4th if mm-hmm. anyone still has it recorded and saved we're in the last half hour you can watch Jason on Hulu Oh, that's demand. right. Yeah. I laughed Were we funny? so hard. Yeah. Yes, we could have been mic'd better. Yeah. Um, but it was, it, that made me laugh because oh, it great. brought back the memory of, you know, the day before the big event last Friday. And I feel like, you know, we did so much work for and that. There was and there's a shady olive branch that was offered about something. Yeah, you and he liked the term and yeah. we played Never Have I Ever. It was yeah. really, Lori, it made me laugh and it just made me reminisce that we did so much last week and now... It's over. Yeah, I'm okay with it being over. I mean, I do the staying over at Mystic again yeah. with you to hang out with you. That would be fun. That would be fun. But yeah, no, all that improv exercising and all that extra. Um, you had a sick look on your face when he was asking you, how are you enjoying this experiment? <laughs> how much do you love improv? improv? Well, I don't. <laughs> like, I hate it. 
Like, they're not going to make us do Remember when you ask them when we were playing Zip, Zap, Zop, oh, which boy. is just this game where you it's free flow. You just yeah. try to go really yeah. fast and, and pass it off oh, to people. I was worried they were going to make us do that on stage. And I didn't like, realize th- that was an exercise. No, and Lori's like, thank God. I thought we were going to do that on stage, and I told him it was awful. <laughs> Something, and it was so funny. It just looked so funny. It was just kind of... You know, that was a big night for us. It that was. was a big night. And isn't it already becoming more fun now that we've had more distance from it as predicted? Yeah. Yeah. It'd be nice if, for people to see it. You know, yeah. there's just well, not are a way. They work, are they Everyone's doing something? Everyone's working okay, on fine. it and figuring all Stay that out. Stay tuned, people. But we'll we're going to make you smile today because that's that's our job, people. Well, yeah. we've there 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 is some... Um, delightful things that are happening out happening out there that we can have some fun with Mm -hmm. and um this happened actually this weekend on saturday uh people who are fans of um the walking dead will know this character actor scott wilson he played herschel who was this uh, farmer and veterinarian he was on the show for three years his you know he he's a he was described um by leading film critic Glenn Lovell as one of Hollywood's most respected but least used character actors. And he passed away Saturday Aww. of lymphoma at the age of 76 at home. And here's here's the deal with him. 50 years acting in Hollywood. He was best known for playing villains and rogues, often with a southern accent because mm. he grew up in a small town in Georgia. Mm. And he shot Robert Redford's character to death in the 1974 adaptation of The Great Gatsby. He played a dog-hating, squirrel-killing neighbor in the family film Shiloh and its two sequels. And he also was in In the Heat of the Night and In Cold Blood, two of the most critically acclaimed movies. In fact, In the Heat of the Night, which was based on a novel about a black police detective from Philly played by Sidney Poitier. Right. He played the murder suspect, and Norman Jewison directed the film. The movie won five Academy Awards, including Best Picture. And then his reputation also came in 1967, the same year as In the Heat of the Night, where he was cast as Dick Hickok, the young killer he portrayed in in Cold Blood, based on the Truman Capote book. Oh, with Robert Blake? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh. And he went years sometimes after 1967 between jobs because people just didn't know how to cast him. And four months uh, after um, after In Cold Blood came out, then Scott Wilson appeared in, in Cold Blood. Right. And the killings in this small town in Kansas, which were committed by these two drifters, right, um, played by... Robert Blake. Robert Blake and Scott Wilson became a national sensation because that nonfiction novel, mm-hmm. um, you know, led up to the crimes, the killer's arrests, and their execution in 1965. Wow. And then two yeah. years later, the movie came out and they were cast in large part, Robert Blake and Scott Wilson, because they looked so much like Dale Hickok and Perry Smith, the mm. real killers. killers. Yeah. And the writer-director, Richard Brooks, shot it in black and white and on location, filming the murder scenes in the farmhouse where Herbert Clutter and his family were robbed and killed, and seven of the original jurors appeared in the trial scenes. Oh, stop. Yeah, so Roger Ebert said, Wilson and Blake are so good, they pass beyond performance and almost into life. Every actor in the English-speaking world 
wanted those two ro- 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 uh, roles, excuse me, including Paul Newman and Steve McQueen, because oh. the book was such a sensation. Jeez. And that's um, pretty amazing. Yeah. And when the performers appeared alongside Truman Capote on the cover of Life magazine, they were just described only as actors playing killers without giving their names. So no one ever really kind of knew who he was. And I guess for fans of The Walking Dead, he is going to appear in the show's ninth season in some right, kind of a flashback. Right. So he was oh, yes, 78? 76. Oh, 76. 76. That's really so, and young. he really was like, when his character died on Walking the Walking Dead. I mean, people, it was like, really, you were just like, not Herschel. Because he was, you know, yeah. he was kind of a really beloved, but he really struggled. If you look him up, you'll recognize who he is. Oh, and yeah. Kind of what you've seen him in some different things. But that's where he became famous in those two roles. But then he was so typecast mm-hmm. as two killers. Yeah, sure. Um. So anyway, so I just thought that that was kind of good, yeah. you know detail in the obituary of scott wilson all right listen we come back we are going to switch back to hollywood and this is from uh, a late night appearance that happened last week joy but because it involves one of our favorite actor boyfriends we have to revisit our story we can't get enough of i would be okay and you might be okay (laughs) hey everybody thanks for hanging out with us on um you know it's sunny somewhere tuesday (laughs) ryan gosling he is a charmer he gives great interviews i think we haven't really we haven't seen him since the la la land all of that and we've been crazy about him i know i fell hard for crazy stupid love oh beyond Beyond. Just, he was amazing. Yeah. And so he and Damien uh, Chazelle are in Toronto right now. They're promoting the second movie they're working on together because Damien Chazelle directed him in La La, La, La Land. Land right. And he's directing uh, him in First Man, which tells the story of the famed astronaut Neil Armstrong and the Apollo 11 space mission. So this is from last week when he was on Kimmel. Here he is talking about the movies and his daughters when they came and visited the set one day. You know, I really felt like we we don't appreciate what these guys did enough because the equipment that they were using, the risks that they took are, I mean, the risks now are so great. They were so much greater then. And yet these guys, they did it, and Neil Armstrong in particular, with a lot of terrible things going on in his life. Yeah, that's what I loved about um, the director, Damien Chazelle's sort of... Um, you know, he's, part of his reasons to make this film were that, you know, we have this gilded image of the accomplishment as though it was going to be a predestined success. Yeah. And they almost made it look easy, you know. Yeah. But when you, when you really learn about it, it's such an extraordinary story of sacrifice, personal sacrifice, the sacrifice of human life, resources at the hands of hundreds of thousands of people. And it was, it was, it was so dangerous. It was so, it, it was so impossible. And, and uh, you know, uh, um, you know, it's just the more you realize that, you know, the more incredible the achievement becomes. Does it make you, like, think going through this story make you want to renounce your Canadian citizenship and become an American? <laughs> it's hard not to feel patriotic yeah, right. when you see this film. I think it's true. I think it is true, absolutely. I agree it, with it you. Puts, Did your daughters get to see you in the astronauts? Uh, uh, do you call it an outfit, or what do they call it? You don't call it an outfit. You yeah. don't, no. Uh, I like that. Um, <laughs> In the astronauts, <laughs> what do you call it? Is it a uniform? Spacesuit. Spacesuit. Oh, yeah. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. 
Did they get to see you in a spacesuit? They did. They came to set, and they, they happened to, well, they came on this day where I was shooting a, a launch scene, so I was in the spacesuit and, uh, and, and pretending to launch. Uh-huh. And, uh, I think they think I'm an astronaut. <laughs> do you do anything to dissuade them from thinking you're an astronaut? My oldest said the other day, she pointed to the moon, she was like, that's where you work, right? <laughs> oh, that's too cute. That is. Yeah. And, of course, I guess one early review on First Man is that it is not a hugely patriotic roller coaster movie like Apollo 13, that Damien Chazelle has taken um, one of mankind's greatest adventures that happened 50 years ago right. and turned it into an intimate character portrait. It's engaging and emotional and also... You know, the money it costs, the political posturing it took, and the lives that were lost, because many people forgot about the lives that were lost. Mm-hmm. We just know the, the, the landing. The that made it. Well, the, right, the landing, right, right, we know right. the happy yeah. ending. Yeah. So, anyway, um, so, anyway, so the first man is about the journey to getting to the moon. So, maybe it ends with that. Right, and his relationship with his wife. Wife, and, and I guess it's slightly controversial. There's something in it that's okay. slightly controversial. Uh, they did not show him planting the American flag that's on the what moon. It was. Mm-hmm. And some people got bent out of shape about, about that. that. Okay, so, well, then here we move on because uh, he apparently, his mother had a destination wedding in Italy. How. Fabulous is that. And Ryan Gosling has a new stepfather. Mm-hmm. Here we go. You know what? I was just talking to a couple in the front row of the audience. They're here in town for a destination wedding. And they live in Boston. They're going down to San Diego. You were at a destination wedding. Uh, when, when was this destination wedding? Like a month ago? Yeah. Yeah. My mom got married. Yeah. In Italy, correct? Yes. Yes. And you were the ring bearer? Did you get a job in the, in the wedding? You did not have a job. <laughs> did you want a job in the wedding? I was just um, uh, trying to deal with, so the, there, he's Roman. Uh-huh. Oh, and so oh, I got to really? His, his, uh, his, all of his Roman family. Oh, wow. Amazing. Wow. And there was a lot of, during the, um, the service, like these wonderful older Italian women just whispering to me about food. In what way? <laughs> so at one point, this one woman said, there's a tortellini in the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a spy. <laughs> like food spies. Yeah, really? And then uh, later on, almost towards the uh, vows, another woman said, there's a smoked mozzarella in the fridge. <laughs> really? And then another woman went, it's from Naples. <laughs> Did you ever get any of that smoked mozzarella or no? Yeah, it was like an angel crying on your tongue. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> My grandmother was Italian, and she always had food uh, on her person in some way. Like, we grew up in Las Vegas, and we go to the buffet, and she would load, she'd get rolls and make, just sit at the table and make sandwiches for the rest of the week. I love that. And then stick them all in her purse and smuggle it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. 
However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. It's giant. Meanwhile, she'd pay like $1.99 for this buffet, and we'd have groceries for the month. It was really, it's a common thing. But you were, were you, uh, did they know you in Italy? Like, were you swarmed for photographs and that sort of thing? No. No, you were not. Interesting. One lady said that she'd seen me in a film, and then she said, why you no say nothing? <laughs> it was like an angel crying on your tongue. I, that, that sounds like a good thing. Yeah. It really does. Well, here, here we got to play this last one so we get it in because it is about space station bathroom and trading food with the Russian cosmonauts. Okay. You were at the Kennedy Space Center last week. Yeah. What, do you do? what are you doing when you're there? Are you doing press? Are you talking to people? Are you looking at stuff? An amazing opportunity to talk to an astronaut on uh, the, the space station. That's cool. Yes. You spoke the video chat thing? or Yes. Yeah. yeah. How did that go? Drew Fustel. Is Drew one of the ones that's coming back? So he's coming back in a few days. Right. He's a couple there of them are coming months. back. Right. Six months. Yeah. And what did he have to say? Was he excited to see you? I think we were more excited to see him, but he uh -huh. was, uh, you know, it was incredible. He was t t telling us about, uh, you know, he's taken like nine spacewalks. And okay. I, and I was asking what those are like. You wow. Know, he said, it's just incredible when you're out there and you see the, you see the earth just floating and the, you know, the vastness of space. And you realize that, you know, we just feel so alone in the universe and we're just so lucky to have each other. And, and then he stopped himself. He was like, anyway, enough about that. Here's the bathroom. <laughs> Why did he show you the bathroom? I don't know, but it's like if you go online and you look up like space station stuff, it's just always they're always showing you the bathroom. And I feel I think it might be one I of feel the like number they, one questions think, yeah. that people get that they get. Yeah, I think they think that that's all you want to know about. Did you want to know about it? No. Was it notable <laughs> in any way the bathroom? I just tuned that part out. Honestly, you did, I heard yeah. like something about a number two tube, and I was like, no. <laughs> oh, right. No. Did you only talk to the Americans because I, there's a cosmonaut up there, right? Yes, there were two. Oh yeah, right. Um, yeah, and he sort of floated down. <laughs> Down the hall. And, he did. Uh, yeah, floated down the hall to his, uh, you know, his cosmonaut friends. And then this kind of bartering system started happening about, uh, like, the, the Russians wanted, from what I could tell, the Russians had, like, Russian cream cheese that they wanted to, to trade for some um, American space shrimp. What? Yeah. American I, space shrimp? I got the sense that the, the, the American space shrimp is, you know, it's from Naples. Uh <laughs> Nice callback, yeah. Ryan. Nice callback. He's funny. He gives good couch. Yes, so he I'm does. looking forward to more interviews mm -hmm. whenever that movie opens. I think it's in November. Uh, I thought it was next week. Is it next yes. weekend already? The so. 19th? Whoa. I think so. All right. There you go. All right. Listen, we come back. We are talking to a real life cruise doctor, people. Real life fun. Some funny stories, we hope. We'll be right back. Now, trend is emerged. This is the My Talk Now Trending Report. What's happening right now? Trending online this afternoon would be Making a Murderer Season 2. Uh, that 
is coming back to Netflix later this month. We're getting a new trailer for that docu-series today. And season two tracks the developments of Stephen Avery's appeal process and new evidence and theories put forth by his new lawyer. Also trending online this afternoon, Batgirl. We're getting our first look at Ruby Rose's Batwoman costume. She's going to be starring at this, as that superhero in an upcoming CW series. Also, Pixel 3 trending. Google has introduced the Pixel 3 smartphone, what they are calling the world's most helpful phone. All right, that's what's trending here. Wait, my wait, talk. Wait, so it knows in advance who you want to call, maybe. Ghostbusters? Yeah, okay, fine. That was quick. All right, your forecast is brought to you by FSB. And I'm like, Donnie, contact Dr. Al. <laughs> and, so, and so I'm like, well, what are we going to talk about with Dr. Al? But you have, you have lived and you were on air in Green Bay doing doctor segments. Right, I was the TV doctor in Green You're Bay. You're a for, real doctor. I'm You're a real, real doctor in real yeah. life. And mm-hmm. I was the TV doctor in Wisconsin for 35 years. For, and then you just moved to the cities about a year ago right. and you're a family urgent I'm care a, doctor here. Right, I'm a family practice physician, but I do urgent care here in the Twin Cities. So how long have you been doc, do, doing the doctor thing on cruise ships and how'd that happen? I've been doing it a little over five years. I went on a cruise. I've always loved the love boat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, who didn't? And um, I decided one day when I was on a cruise to talk to the doctor to see how it, how it happens. Most cruise ship doctors are full-time that's their full-time job, but they are not Americans. If you ever go on a cruise, you will hardly ever find an American crew, uh, crew member right? because, because of the hours and the pay and, right, and so right. on. But I thought it would be a fun gig. <laughs> we have so too many rules around that here. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought it would be a fun gig, and I talked to Carnival, and I talked to Norwegian, met the, the head guys, and they hired me as a fill-in, so I do one or two weeks here and there throughout the year. On the ships. How fun! How I was looking it up. How to how to get be, get a doctor job on a cruise ship? Um, how fun is? Do you right? like it? I like it. It's believe it or not, people think it's a true vacation. It's not. No, it's not. it's, it's no, a ton right. of work, a ton of responsibility. Um, we are part of the crew. I'm a senior officer of the ship, which mm-hmm. is I. My kids laugh at me because they say I only do it for the uniform and. It's and, a good uniform. And they're right. It's, yeah. okay. it's a cool yeah. uniform. Mm-hmm. Whites during the day, navy blues at night. Mm-hmm. And I walk through the, the ship at night and people come up to me and depending on their level of inebriation, yeah. they'll say, are you the captain? And if they are really drunk, I'll say, well, yes, I am. And I keep walking. Yeah. And <laughs> and it's just part of the fun. When they, they like to take a picture with the captain, when they realize it's the doctor, they just turn and walk yeah, away. Walk but away. it's part of the fun. Do you, so, you know, we've heard of these big out breaks you know of some stomach flu or something norovirus thank you the norovirus have you ever experienced that i have not had a major outbreak but we follow one thing you have to know about cruise ships and i've sailed for all of the cruise lines every single rule is followed to a t i know everything is even though the ship is some other part of the planet it's all done by by united states public health rules and regulations Mm -hmm. now all the the ship that i was just on i just got home two days ago they had refurbished the ship since I was on that same ship in March, and there are hand-washing stations everywhere. Um, the crew uh, pushes hand-washing. Everybody, when you go to the, the dining room of the buffet, the guy is sitting there he's pumping it for you. washy-washy. Yes. And so they spray you, which is okay, but hand-washing is actually better. But better. It's, it's everywhere on the ship, and yeah. we have not had an outbreak for a long time. Yeah. Um, What's kind of the craziest thing? I mean, because well, I would think that'd be a huge responsibility because you're out in the waters and... We had some bad things last week, but there are three things you never do on a cruise ship. Never th- these are things you never say. I have diarrhea. <laughs> I'm vomiting. I had a fight with my boyfriend slash girlfriend, and I'm going to kill myself. The first two will put you in quarantine. The third will get you kicked off the ship, ship. immediately. 
last week. Seriously, oh, yeah. if oh, yeah. you go if to the doctor's say, office and say I have or diarrhea, or you mumble it to anybody, mm-hmm. are you kidding? Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. You say I'm going to kill myself, or I'm going to throw well, myself. It will get you well, in that secure, I believe. secure yeah. detention, and you're off the ship. Yeah. But if you say talking to a friend, I have diarrhea. Well, if you have diarrhea or vomiting, the responsible thing is to tell somebody, or the or you right. report to the medical center. If you're a crew member and you have diarrhea, you have to report within 20 minutes or there is big trouble for that crew member because it th- that stuff right. is handled very, very seriously. Yeah. Wow. Um, there are people, you ask about things that happen on ship, mm-hmm. there, are, there are people who should never go on a cruise ship. You who are sick, right, tell us. They're <laughs> sick, they're dying, they're deadly, and they come on a cruise ship because they think we're a floating hospital, and mm-hmm. we're not. I mean, we are like an emergency room, and we can handle things. Because <laughs> someone's there all the time. But there yeah. are certain things that you should just... Stay close to home. Exactly. Has anyone ever asked, like, do they come to you guys for condoms? Oh, Laurie, I'm just wondering. There are baskets. Well, first of all, what happens on the crew deck stays on the crew deck. Thank you. Okay. There are a lot of shipboard romances. Yes, I think so. And here's a little secret. Mm -hmm. There are baskets of condoms on the crew deck that are just there for... For your pleasure. For your pleasure, Mm -hmm. right. Exactly. Okay. If you're just joining us, we're talking to Dr. Al, the cruise ship doctor and the real doctor. And we're just kind of talking about your experiences on cruise ships. So tell us about your last itinerary. Do you ever get to get off the ship and go and experience these towns? Uh, sometimes mm-hmm. my last called ports. ports we, 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 we just, I just Lori, got it's been so long since I've cruised. I, I think know. I haven't been on a cruise since like since you and Carlson I days. went on one. Yeah. Yeah. Julie and I were in the travel business. business. So we used to go on like if they would in, an do admiral. an inaugural cruise and have it sail for three days and invite, you know, VIP. That would be I'd so love fun. It ship. would just go nowhere, but it was just to experience the ship. Ships are a lot of fun. And they I just are. got back from a 15 day European cruise. I was on the Royal Caribbean, um, uh, ship and it was uh, the independence of the seas and we sailed from Southampton, England, also where the Titanic sailed mm-hmm. and went to Spain and Gibraltar and France and Italy mm-hmm. and Portugal. There were eight ports. So one doctor got four ports. I got nice. the other four. Mm-hmm. There are drills and safety classes all the time. So sometimes if you're in port and, you, and it's not your day on duty, you still can't get off the ship because there might be an abandoned ship drill or a lifeboat drill yeah. or a fire drill. All well, that of that makes is me feel thinking, good. Oh, yeah. The, oh, yeah. the drills yeah. are all the time. I'm, I'm telling you, the rules and regulations are followed. Unbelie- Everything is dotted and crossed mm-hmm. and it's really How safe. many people can you bring when you're doctoring on the high seas? Well, um, <laughs> Do you get I, like two cabins? Or? No, I, <laughs> no I just seven. I get, I get my own cabin. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and no, it's not a great cabin yeah. usually. Yeah. But um, I can bring a family member, a significant okay. other, nice. my children, mm-hmm. you know, my, yeah. my significant other, whatever. And it, it's, um, it's how fun. do they just, how do you decide who goes on what? Well, my kids, have, I think, are tainted. My kids are adults, but yeah. they're, they're tainted. They've been on so many. I said, my, my daughter and her husband were actually going to go with us to Europe. And the last minute, she said, yeah. nah, we got things to do. And yeah. so like, what? It's, what? Because it's they've been on, been on so many. Yeah. And um, it's, it's, when you're looking from the crew point of view, it is different than when you're a guest. And you've, you know, there's, there's that magic in the eyes of people who've yeah. never been on a ship. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's so much fun. The first thing I like to do when I get on a ship is make friends with the singers and dancers mm-hmm. because they are the most fun. Oh, I and believe you. I the entertainment. Them. Yeah, they, they are the most fun. <laughs> I love the magicians on some of the ships because I still believe in magic and don't know how it's done. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's 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 a lot of fun. Yeah. Okay, so you were on a themed Green Bay Packer cruise. I was the doctor. I, you know, I'm I'm I'm. He's a cheesehead. I'm, yeah, I'm a cheesehead. Mm-hmm. I 
my house is 20 miles from Lambeau Field. So, mm-hmm. all right, I listened to the show yesterday. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah we, had, we had a bad day. It was four Miss Kex. I know, I, but it, we always have them, so it's nice when you guys have them. Yeah, and I get a lot of crap from the people who are Vikings fans, and I know it's just jealousy on your part, but that's the way it goes. It is. Um, mm-hmm. Was but it like a Green Bay Packer was, fan trip four, or with the team? There were 4,000 passengers. There were wow. 800 cheeseheads. Wow. There were 20 old and new Packers, including Hall of Famers, uh, young, um, uh, that really good. Ryan Longwell, who mm-hmm. punted for the Packers, and then um, and then the Vikings was on the cruise, and it was it was just um, when I say punted, I mean he was the kicker. Did everyone and, just wear all their clothes? Of and, course, I, the Green Bay Packers Packer fans. fans wear their clothes. Yeah, they do. All Even the time. all the time because it's their formal oh, wear. He's got on his yeah. Packer socks. Yeah. I, it is. It's a, just a I cult. want you to do like the Rock of Love. I want you to do one of the Royal Caribbean when they have one of the bands, you know, where like um, uh, Poison. You, well, oh, jeez. They, they do these. Maureen's already giving you an assignment, no, but Dr. I, mean, I think that would be kind of like a fun assignment. Will, and they it, do a lot with Royal Caribbean, some of these music bands. Uh, you know, different groups. I haven't had one of had those. Had one of but, those yet, but maybe you'll were get the Packer one. fans crazy? No, they were actually. They was they were very res- respectful. It was fun. It was, and the the Pittsburgh Steelers had a cruise just before us. Okay, and um, I I think the Steelers and the Packer fans travel very very well in 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 mass. Right. But the the Packer <laughs> players couldn't have been nicer. Um, I begged the the pe- people at Royal Caribbean because I'm one of they know me for a long time and they gave me the, the head guy is, is, um, is from Columbia. And he looked at me and said, Alan, I don't know football from, from soccer, from, right. I don't know who you're talking about, but we'll give you the ship. So it was just, it was, it was a lot of fun. and How fun. Very, yeah, it was, I was in heaven. I, the Vikings would be a hard one to sell. No, but a LoJ uh, cruise would be That's very right. easy. That's right. Why don't you get our, uh, us a, to a do Lord, a, a talk to the captain. Yeah. Captain. Absolutely. Wouldn't that be fun? Uh, we would I'm love writing it down. I'm sending, really? the te- I'm sending the message we as we do speak. It. Because we would get a lot, of, a lot of people. Yeah. Okay, so has anyone ever gone into labor under your watch? You cannot get on a ship if you are more than 24 weeks pregnant. Oh, 24 weeks. 24 weeks That's, is it. Wow. How far along is that in months? That's six months. Six months. <laughs> okay. No, I couldn't do the math that well, fast. A, a pregnancy <laughs> is 40 weeks. Okay. It is. So 24. After that, you are not allowed on the ship. Okay. Well, I did not know that. What about, what other about restrictions? Besides. Um, well, you can't have been sick. Yeah. like symptoms. We won't let you on if you're yeah. running, if you're running a fever, okay. that type of thing. I was on a cruise ship once for, and, um, we were in Tunisia in the port of Tunis. I think that's what the port was called. And an ambulance came, a guy had a heart attack and you know, they came and I, and people on the ship were just like, holy crap. Now we, this guy is in Tunisia. We see it all the time. All the time. I, I take people off ships all the time. Yeah. In addition to going on the ships, I also take calls for Royal Caribbean and celebrity ships one week a month. So I get calls from ships 24 hours a day all over the planet. If a doctor needs a help, a second opinion, you know, I, I I, we, we help. Wow. But if they want to divert a ship, they need to talk to us because it could cost a million dollars to divert a ship. We had one two weeks ago. It was the middle of the night, a woman with respiratory failure, and we had to intubate her, which means put a tube in to her lungs so she mm-hmm. could breathe. Luckily, we were we were on our way to, I think, France, but we were not far from the coast of Spain to Cartagena, Spain. So we made a decision in the middle of the night to divert the ship, and we made all the arrangements with the port agent, with the hospitals, and so on. 
passengers basically, unless they were up at four in the morning and on the they balcony, they, they didn't even know, know yeah. because we pulled in, the ambulance was waiting, boom, she was off the ship and the yep. ship was back at sea. It's, so it's, that was a quick one. But other times we've had to divert and people miss, we, we they miss ports, they right. miss shore excursions. That'd be a hard one. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we have helicopters pluck people off the That's ships. what I was wondering. How did, okay, we are out of time though. Um, we'll have to have you back. Oh, thanks. This is so fun to talk to a real life doctor. <laughs> You know, <laughs> a real-life doc on the cruise ship who's oh, yeah. a real-life physician. Yeah, we like it, Dr. And your emergency room, so, I mean, nothing, uh, you've seen it nothing all. Nothing phases me. Nothing phases we you. We see it all. They must have just snapped you up right away, those cruise lines. They're like, yes, like Dr. That. Like that. How fun. How fun. Thank you so much for being pleasure. on our it show. It was nice to meet I you. I love your show. Thank oh, you thank so you. much. Listen, when we come back, there might just be, it's debuting tonight on The CW. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. The next great high school drama TV show that we've been missing since Friday Night Lights. We'll tell you about it. Sometimes I... Looking through my phone again, feeling anxious. All right, that's Sean Mendez. We're going to see him tonight on the AMAs. Okay, people were laughing at us about talking to the cruise doctor. Like, what do those girls mean they're talking to a cruise doctor? <laughs> I, he was fun. He yeah. was great. Yeah, wasn't he, Donnie? Yeah. I got a call right away. A lovely woman. She said, if you guys set up a cruise, I'm signing up right away. Oh, yeah, we're working we're on it. We're we trying know. to. A friend of mine wanted to do it, too. Yeah, um, we're trying to find a travel partner, and we need a travel partner desperately. Are That's you listening? Triple yeah. A or travel leaders yeah. or Sun yeah. Country? Somebody? Delta? Anybody? Delta. Anybody? Hello? Anybody? Bueller? Okay. So the CW, and you know, yes. we're giving away two $50 CW Visa cards all week. I love the CW. Yes. That's my and channel. We're- We're giving away the cards because the Charmed Reboot is premiering next Sunday, October 14th on the CW. This upcoming Sunday. Which means next Sunday. I I always say this This upcoming. Otherwise, it seems too confusing. I love how we've been fighting about that I know, but I mean, what do you say? If you say next Sunday, it feels like it's I'm reading the suggested script. Yeah, okay. Well, let me get back to my (laughs) things here, okay? So the show, if you're going to watch Charmed, you got that going on. Riverdale comes back tomorrow night. The Riverdale actors have been everywhere. Do not give up on that show, I know, my friend just texts me. She goes, it's so fun. You're giving up on a good show. So both USA Today and Neil Justin are recommending All-American, which is CW's new uh, uh, high school drama. Uh, that Neil describes it, mix Friday Night Lights with the OC and you get All-American, a new series about a high school football stars star who hopes he won't lose his swagger or athletic prowess when he moves from South Central L.A. to Beverly Hills. 
Tay Diggs plays the coach who may have more on his mind than helping out a promising kid. This is about as close to prestige TV as the CW get, gets. That's what Neil Justin writes. Right. And USA Today said, um, there haven't been, we haven't had really a show since Friday Night Lights or the OC or One Tree Hill or Gossip Girls. We've had Riverdale and Pretty Little Liars, but those shows have revolved around, you know, murder mysteries right. and cliffhangers where you have a pure high school drama. Right. And I think Friday Night Lights was the last uh, thing. And USA Today is wild about this show. Here's what it, it's... Uh, it was created by April Blair, though, who mm-hmm. created Rain that was about the young Mary Queen of Scots. We love that. Which was such a good mm-hmm. CW show. So what uh, they're giving it three out of four stars. And what mm-hmm. it's about is a high, uh, a star high school football player from South Carolina is recruited. No, from to- South Central L.A. So from Crenshaw, from South Central L.A. So he's going up to Beverly Hills. So he's like going from basically like oh, the ghetto. Going Two separate worlds collide. Collide. Mm-hmm. And I guess this Daniel Ezra who plays Spencer James, the kid, who gets recruited by Tay Diggs to come up to Beverly Hills, is, um, uh, you say today said it's similar to when we saw Michael uh, B. Jordan in Friday Night Lights, mm-hmm. and we're like, oh my God, this kid is dazzling. Mm-hmm. And even Taylor Kitsch, we thought was going to be all yeah. movie stars. and um, He was in The Missing and Prey, this Daniel. Yeah. So this is, I think, maybe going to mm-hmm. be a bigger breakout role for him maybe and you know you got the whole high school thing and it's not just the typical fish out of water and i guess he digs is really good and um so anyway if you're looking for you know a show that's comforting and nostalgic and that's easy to cheer for even if the football team isn't that great you know right away we've got all american fantastic so i'm ready to go um yes so anyway, and of course, the transition from Crenshaw to Beverly Hills isn't going to be easy, which is there. And there's the tension. Stuff. Yeah. Um, did you see Lena Dunham on any of the morning it. shows or Jennifer Garner was on Ellen yesterday? Because their show that's coming up on this upcoming Sunday on HBO called Camping um, is, We've been waiting for this for a while. It's based on a British series of the same name, and it follows this married couple. Catherine and Walt, who've planned a delightful weekend back to nature for his 45th birthday. And then the camping trip gathers, you know, the sister. There's all kinds of Juliet Lewis is in it. I own Sky. Hello, for people who are old enough, say anything. What That's has right. I own Sky been in? I don't know. I mean, where has she been? But anyway, it's, um, it looks really good. Yeah. And Jennifer Garner is kind of, um, I think um, looks like she's like playing sort of more of a madcap person, and she's mm-hmm. married to a serious, more of a serious person. And anyway, it looks good. Oh, Look. I've been I'm excited for this one. Yeah, yeah, lots of TV. All right, so I caught I caught a few episodes. I think I watched three last night of you Ugh. with Penn Badgley, who's so skinny. Um, eat a sandwich, Ben Badgley, but he's such a good actor. That is such, that's on Lifetime. and uh, That's prestige TV for Lifetime. I'm going to tell you something. And the thing I noticed, because I didn't record the first two episodes. So on Lifetime, when you go on your on demand and hit networks and go to Lifetime and pick you, mm-hmm. you can fast forward through the commercials. Oh, nice. Oh, a lot of I've never seen, yeah. I've, you never get to do that. No. So that was just like perfect if you haven't, you know, because that's 
Then you got to commit a whole hour. Right, so right. So it's so, I was so Wasn't delighted. it? Isn't it good? Oh, it's so twisted. It's viciously thrilling. Mm-hmm. I think I, that's what the New York Times used to describe you. Unbelievable. I, th- I think that's a good one. It's our so new sinner. That's yes, how it, it feels about yeah. that show. It's just really good. Donnie also posted, this This show doesn't start until, I don't know when, oh, maybe Monday. Which it, is that? I don't know. Maybe you can look it up. The Little Drummer Girl. That's this, November. Oh, it's November. Yes. So that's the one with uh, Michael Shannon and Alexander Skarsgård. This is the same. Remember John LeCar's mm-hmm. miniseries with Tom Hiddleston? And it mm-hmm. was just that. The Night Manager. The Night Manager. Same thing. Three part. It's only three parts. Okay. I, or six part. Excuse okay. me. A six part miniseries based on a John Le Carre espionage. And that was so good. The Night Manager. I, I love how they're doing. Um, you know, not everyone gets out to the movie and they shorten sweet. Eight episodes is perfect. This is only Bring six. In, oh, six is perfect. So Donnie posted the trailer and it's an, an Israeli intelligence. Very similar to the Night Manager. Mm-hmm. If you watch that and it's the espionage thriller. Well, Le Carre is known for his es- a lot of espionage. Right. Storylines, right. Yes. Yeah. The um, what was his famous one? The spy who came in from the cold. Cold, yeah. The big one. Yeah. He's written a lot. He's, yeah, he's, he's written, written a lot. so many. Tinker, so, sailor, soldier, whatever that spy. was. Tinker, sailors. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. one. That was a weird. That was a movie. That was a yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. With old, uh, what's his name? Mm-hmm. Winston Churchill. Him. That guy. What do you think that about um, CBS getting into the um, trying to have a talent show world? And so starting next year. What does that mean? Well, it means CBS, James Barrymore, RuPaul, and Faith Hill will be the judges on the world's best, a talent show on CBS. Wow. Going to be new. I feel like... Don't we already have America's like, Got Talent? Well, and it's we don't even know what the talent is. It's sounds, just sounds like the world's best. Yeah. All right. There you go. Listen, we're going to need to just delay our feeling on that till it comes out, <laughs> if it really even happens. We all have a lot on our plates. Work, kids, relationships. And sometimes it can be hard to just catch a breath. When life is go, 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 it matters where you stay. Hilton's family of brands is team members dedicated to making you feel truly cared for so you can mentally check out before you even check in. Take the break you deserve and book your next stay on Hilton.com. Hilton for the stay.